My name is Alex, and I'm an alcoholic. This is an open meeting of Atlantic Group of Alcoholics Anonymous, and all are welcome to attend. It is our belief that our meeting structure is necessary to maintain the integrity of the group so that it may better carry the message of AA, and since the most important aspect of AA recovery is one alcoholic relating to another, only alcoholics participate. We hope that what you learn here may be helpful to your recovery and understanding. The format of this meeting is two 10-minute speakers, followed by our information break, and then our main speaker who will speak for 30 minutes. Our first 10-minute speaker is Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth, alcoholic. I am so grateful to be here tonight. Um, Thank you so much, Song, for asking me to speak. I'm so honored. just to be asked to speak at my home group. Um, My anniversary date is May 4th of 2014. Lex is my sponsor, Atlantic Group is my home, and it just makes me so grateful to say that. Um, I I didn't count days at Atlantic Group. Um, I started coming to meetings in the city, and I can definitely say that um, this meeting, where all of you are sitting right now, this group has saved my life, and it has helped me to, um, to stay sober during probably one of the hardest times of my life. So, um, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I wake up with a lot of ego. You know, what I've learned is, like, true alcoholism. Um, you know, my first, right when I put my feet on, on the floor, um, my first prayer was, oh my gosh, I'm speaking at this meeting tonight. Like, please, God, help me to sound good. Um, I'm so I'm so nervous being up here right now and you know I found myself when I got to the meeting I'm I'm here you know I'm um, do do I eat some sweets do I drink some tea do I drink some coffee do I go get some water do I pace around do I look at my phone and you know like what complete alcoholism that is and you know this voice that um, or this energy like just kind of overwhelmed me and it was like why don't you just go sit down and breathe? And since I've sat down, I, um, or, you know, I came up here and I just took a breath and so many of you just came up to me and just showed me so much love. And like that is really what is, um, that's what holds me together on a daily basis. It's just a, an amazing group like this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm an alcoholic, you know, I said that. Um, you know, I, I drank for a lot of different reasons. My, my dad, he was an alcoholic. My mom was very passive and in a lot of denial. So, you know, my behavior, everything, you know, she swept under the rug. I also was in denial for a while too. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll sweep that un- under the rug. You know, this is just normal, you know teenage behavior. I had my, I don't remember how old I had when I had my first drink, but I definitely can tell you, um, uh, it was for a lot of reasons. I, um, I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be cool. I wanted to, um, I wanted to be numb. I wanted to forget stuff. I wanted to check out, or I just really wanted to feel something. It was always very, very just black or white black or white um and I really didn't know how to um to pinpoint exactly which emotion I was feeling 
And so um, alcohol became my solution to everything. And, um, you know, I don't want to, um, I don't want to spend, you know, you know, we all have our stories, you know, we're all in here for, you know, for our reason, you know, some of us are alcoholics, other of us are supporting other alcoholics, or maybe you're just hearing this message for the first time and just know you are in a safe place. Um, so, you know, I can tell you kind of what sums up my alcoholism, the last drink that I ever had. I had told myself many of times that I was going to stop. I had tried to stop on my own. Um, I was gonna go to a movie with some friends, uh, with people that didn't drink. I wasn't gonna drink. And um, I'm on my way to the movie, I get lost, my phone dies, and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this dead cell phone. Something as small as my phone going dead, I had no solution. So, you know, my solution was, okay, I'm gonna go into this bar, I'm gonna plug in my phone, and I'm gonna plug my phone in, I'm gonna call my friends, I'm gonna tell them I'm on the way. I went in, and that's really all I remember. I don't even think I plugged my phone in. Um, <laughs> I woke up on the bathroom floor, where I'd been many a times before, you know, covered in whatever the night before had been, and, um, you know, I'd been there many of times, but, this was the first time that I really felt something that was like, you really don't have to do this anymore. I had heard, you know, I had heard that voice before, I felt that feeling before, but I kind of, like everything else, brushed it under the rug, you know, swept it away, like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm gonna do, alcohol's my solution and this is what I'm gonna do. I didn't know anything else. Um, so, it, got me to my first meeting and you know I always like where I was living at that time that window that I would look out of and see everybody on the you know street having coffee you know talking walking their dogs shopping all these things that normal people do when I was drinking I would stare out the window and I would wonder if my life would ever look like that and that morning that same window um, you know, I looked up where the closest meeting was. I don't know why, you know, definitely I say today it was a higher power greater than myself, but that window that I could have easily jumped out of, you know, previously, I was now going to a meeting right downstairs. And, you know, that was really where, that was where my journey began in here. You know, I, I sat on the back row. I didn't know what was going on. You know, I saw these steps. I saw these traditions. I saw a basket being passed around with money in it. Like, do I take some of this? Is this for me? Um, and I don't, you know, I remember two words that the speaker said that day, and it was um, powerlessness and unmanageability. That was the only two things that I heard, and I wanted, you know, I wanted what you had. But I didn't, you know, I knew something was there, but I didn't know how, like, I was going to attain it. And I didn't talk to anybody after the meeting. And, but I wanted to go back the next day. And um, the speaker that had been there the night before was the speaker of Ginn. And I raised my hand. I said, I'm an alcoholic. And she became my first sponsor. And um, that first year of sobriety, um, it helped build a foundation for what was going to 
keep me sober. And, um, you know, I worked through the steps and slowly my life began to change and things got a lot better. But then life happens <laughs> and things started to get really hard again. And I stopped going to meetings. I stopped calling that sponsor and things started getting really, really dark. And it was right before the last meeting that I went to before um, the shutdown. Um, I was sitting on the front row. I was crying. I had honestly gotten back to that point where I didn't want to live anymore because I wasn't doing the work and I wasn't showing up and I wasn't being of service and having that purpose that Alcoholics Anonymous has taught me. And um, I met my new sponsor and she was a member of this group and um, we went through, through the steps during the pandemic over Zoom and I was introduced to this group that way. And um, not only did my life start to get better, but it started to get really good. And um, I just have so much gratitude for you all because, um, you know, coming from a place where I didn't, you know, I was, I was dry, I was holding on, but not wanting to live anymore, I don't want to go back to that feeling ever again. And um, I, I do feel like I, I have been brought back to life. And I'm not this, not only was this, I'm not the same person as I was when, um, when I was drinking, I'm not the same person as I was three years ago. I'm, and I'm constantly growing. And, um, you know, today, I, um, I do my best to practice these principles in all of my affairs because what this program has given me is what I've been looking for my entire life. Like, not only is my life great, and I'm so grateful, I have a purpose. Like, I have an actual purpose. And I've been looking for that forever. And, you know, I really do try to practice these principles in all my affairs. And not only do I try to help the next sick and suffering alcoholic, like you never know how you're gonna help somebody just by carrying the message of Alcoholics Anonymous. Like you don't have to say like, oh, I'm an alcoholic, let me help you. You know, just offer your hand to someone. And you know, you, you never know how you can change someone's life. And um, you know, I'm just really grateful to be here. I love all of you so, so much, thank you. Our next 10 minute speaker is Sam. My name is Sam and I'm an alcoholic. Uh, it's really nice to be up here, Daniel. Thank you for asking me to speak nine months ago when you got the service commitment. Um, my sobriety date is September 19th of 2020. So today is three years. Um, you know, I'm really, really happy to be here tonight. You know, I, I don't know, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about why I drank, and I don't really have a good answer for that, but I did, and I loved it. Um, I grew up in, in Buffalo, New York. I have, I have two, two brothers, one older, you know, one younger, um, and grew up with very loving parents that kind of gave me, gave me the world. Um, 
And it's, it's, I say that, and I open with that, is because my drinking, my 10-year drinking career really started and also ended with my parents. Um, I first drank when I was 16. Uh, you know, high school buddies were having a, a party. I was a sophomore in high school. Um, and I developed a pretty early pattern where I would just drink, I'd black out, and then my parents would have to get involved. Um, so I was 16, it was a Friday night, um, drank way too much. My friends had to, you know, call my parents to come pick me up. And I, the rest is really history. You know, two, I, I didn't drink a ton in high school, but two years later I, I decided to drink again. Um, you know, I woke up at the crack of dawn to, to steal alcohol from my, my dad's liquor cabinet, um, 5 a.m., you know, replaced the, the vodka with, with water. Um, you know, went to school, there was a dance that night, and I thought it'd be a great idea to like finish off a full water bottle um, of vodka. Um, what's interesting about this story is that, you know, on, on, and these days with Apple iPhones, you get all these push notifications. I got a notification back in December that I had a memory to look back on with my mom and dad. Um, they had picked me up from that dance. I was in a complete blackout and videotaped me uh, for 10 straight minutes. Um, it was like 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Um, and watching that video sober, I've never been like so scared for, for my life. Um, but there was one thing that my parents asked me when I was 18. And I was in a full blackout, so of course I said yes. Um, they had promised me that I'd never drink again. Um, and you know, Six years, eight years later, it came true. Um, think it, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, I went to college, again, had the time of my life, but like my parents, again, just had to always get involved in my problems. Um, within the first week, I got in trouble with the law. Um, parents weekend was like the second or third weekend of school. And rather than having like fun with my parents and showing them all my friends, we were meeting with lawyers um, to kind of get me out of trouble. Um, you know, I, I, did the, I did everything in college. I woke up in hospitals. I became best friend with the dean of students, nearly got kicked out of college, um, but always had good grades, somehow got a great job, landed in New York City, and I kind of just became like a weekend warrior and would drink by myself because drinking socially just wasn't working anymore. Um, I, would, I, just, I wasn't any fun. I was, I was very, very angry, drunk. Um, you know, like any time I'd go out, I would just ruin the fun for, for anyone who I was with. You know, one summer my, my parents got tickets to go see the Rolling Stones. We grew up listening to the Rolling Stones, great music, and um, I don't remember any of that concert. And I made the experience for my family, like it, just a terrible experience. And like that's just the kind of person I was. Um, I say my drinking ended, started and ended with, uh, my drinking started and ended with my parents because I moved home during the pandemic because um, I was just getting into kind of some sketchy things in New York City and there was really nothing to do but drink. Um, and I managed without trying to like stay sober for the summer months of 2020, but was like right back in my, in, in what I was doing alone in New York City. I mean, I was stealing from my parents. My, my dad's in the liquor business. We, had copious amounts of, of booze in the basement. You know, every night, go downstairs, grab a bottle, and, you know, dispose of it the next day. Um, I started drinking and driving when I was 26 years old, living at home with my parents. Like, I, doing things I'd never thought I would do. Um, you know, one Thursday, I had a bad day, bad day at work, um, went to my basement, took a bottle of booze, finished it, woke up the next morning, and just started drinking again. Uh, you know, finished three bottles of alcohol between Thursday night 
and you know Friday afternoon just while working the entire time uh, and my parents kind of had an idea what was going on but they weren't they didn't have enough like courage I guess to like say anything and then, and then they finally did right I was outside playing with our dog came back in they were both sitting on the couch um, and my mom pulled out three bottles of booze out of my backpack they're all empty and was like what are you doing like this has got you need help um, and you know, I spent the next two weeks of my life just like, I'm never going to be able to drink again. My life is over. And I didn't really know what to do. I did not want to be in these rooms. I did not want to consider myself an alcoholic. Um, but I ended up moving into like a sober facility, like a halfway house here in New York City. And within being there in 10 minutes, I was at my first meeting on Zoom, uh, admitting to everyone that I was an alcoholic. Like I just had no choice. And I firmly believe if that wasn't the case, like I wouldn't be here today. Um, you know, getting sober on Zoom was, was a bit odd. Um, I, I met my sponsor over a direct message on Zoom. Um, I was taking phone numbers from people who would put them next to their name on Zoom, calling people I never met. Um, you know, during my first 90 days, I saw my sponsor once, and then within like my first year, maybe two or three times. But what I am thankful about getting sober during the pandemic is that when things started to kind of open back up, I had about nine months, it, start, it felt like I was counting days again because I got to meet everybody in person for the first time. Um, you know, I, I, I hit the steps really hard, really quick with my sponsor. I think I made it through to 12 in, in like six or seven months. Um, the whole God thing for me was, was a home run. I, I was raised going to church on Sundays didn't really practice any type of faith or didn't pray to, to any God or had no connection to a higher power, but that quickly came back. And, you know, I, I have a reminder on my phone every morning that goes off at 445 that reminds me to pray and meditate. I don't do it every day. I do try to do as much as I can. Um, you know, sobriety has, has really given me a lot. Uh, I think within the first year uh, of being sober, I got a job um, at a bank that I didn't even apply for. I just got cold called by a recruiter, and um, it was way better than the job I had before. Um, but you know, I really think like what I love about this program the most is that it's just given me, you know, the ability to show up for the people in my life, um, whether it's friends or family. Um, when I was drinking, I was never reliable. I was never sober enough to to show up for people. I mean, two weekends ago. Um, I had just gotten back from the picnic and it was like five o'clock, preacher called me and he was just like, we're at EJ's, me and Bob, come get dinner. I was like, I'm there. I never, never ever used to be able to do that, you know, three years ago. Um, I did invite my younger brother to this meeting tonight, who's not in this program, but he's a big part of my story. Um, and there's one story like what AA means to me and the gift it's given me is to be able to show up for people like him because for, you know, from age 20 to 26, I couldn't. Um, you know, it was one random Saturday in the summer um, and I'd gone to a meeting in the morning. It was, you know, just rummaging around my apartment and had agreed to meet Daniel at the Saturday Atlantic group meeting. And, you know, on the way there, just got a quick text. Hey, like, are you around? I need, I need some help. And like, Anytime I had gotten a text or a phone call like that previously, I was always too, way too gone. On a Saturday afternoon at 5 o'clock, are you kidding me? I would have been blacked out. Um, but what this looked like is 
you know, he just came over to my apartment, we talked, we hung out, we ordered a pizza, he had a beer, I had a Diet Coke, and it was one of like the most fun evenings I've ever had. Um, and I'm really, really thankful that, you know, this, this program gives me opportunities like that. Um, I, I really, really, really mean this. Um, you know, when I come into these rooms, um, it makes nothing outside of these walls matter. And so, you know, even tonight, like, work doesn't matter. And I get that feeling no matter what meeting I go to. And that's what, that's what keeps, coming, keeps me coming back. Um, you know, whatever happened throughout the day, when I go to a meeting at night, like, I can just forget about it all until I leave. Um, and I've never, it just gives me this, like, sense of peace. Um, and so I just want to thank all of you guys for being a part of my sobriety. Um, and with that, I will turn it back over.